Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. Well, I'm delighted to be able to introduce to you this evening uh, William Aiken, who will be speaking. William and uh, his wife, Pamela, uh, who is also here this evening, represent Feed My Lambs Children's Ministry. Uh, having both spent time in different countries in West Africa, they met when they were individually called to the work of Feed My Lambs, and they subsequently married in 2014 primarily working in Kenya and Uganda. The aim of the organization is to bring the gospel to children and also to train and equip local believers so that they may engage in ministry to boys and girls there as well. Based here in Northern Ireland, uh, William and Pamela are responsible for the day-to-day running uh, of the ministry and particularly focusing on producing materials for those in Africa as well as holding weekly children's meetings and regular teachings, uh, teaching training online. Uh, another key role is encouraging, supporting the team in Africa as they evangelize children in schools and churches there. In addition, they aim to visit Kenya and Uganda as often as the Lord allows. Uh, William, it's very good to be able to have you here with us this evening, and we very much look forward to, to hearing all about your work in ministry. Thank you, Jim, uh, for the words of welcome, and thanks to the committee as well uh, for giving us this opportunity to be able to share here this evening as we celebrate our 15th uh, anniversary of the work going. But before I go any further, I'd like to just read a couple of verses uh, from Mark chapter 10, Mark chapter 10 and verse 13. And they brought young children to him that he should touch them. And the disciples rebuked those that brought them. And when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands upon them, and blessed them. And we thank the Lord for his word that we have even before us this evening. As you've already heard, we're here tonight to represent Feed My Lambs Children's Ministry, a work that began in July 2006. Whenever Pamela and her father went to Kenya, what they thought was going to be just a one-off trip. But God had other plans, and so that is where the work began. Whenever I come home, the church that I attended in Oma, Pamela was invited to come and to share there. And she said about maybe taking a team. And so if anybody knows Pamela, you'll get paperwork. And there was paperwork come, but you know the way they always say you should read the small print? I didn't. And I get more than a bargain for. But I thank God for Pamela And we now serve them together as a husband and wife, as a couple. And I'm so thankful for that. Our aim is, as you know, is to go to Kenya and to Uganda to share there. 
We can't do it alone. We have locals there as well. And I want to introduce you to three main ones there in Kenya and Uganda. At the top, we have Jane. And Jane is our representative there in Uganda. She looks after the office there in the border at Malaba. And we thank God for Jane. And I ask that you will pray for Jane and for her whole family as she undertakes for that work and as she seeks to do what the Lord would have her do. And we'll share a little more of what Jane is doing in a few minutes. Joyce. Well, Joyce was at the very first training that was done there in Kenya. And we're so thankful to the Lord this evening for Joyce and all that she has done. And Joyce has been, as I said there, right from the beginning and is still with us today. And we thank God for Joyce and for her family as well. And we ask that you'll pray for her as well in these days. And she looks after the office there in western Kenya. And then Pastor Mike, he's in the the city in Nairobi, and he looks after the office there. And their job is to send out the materials and to see that they're marked. Where all does it take us? Well, it takes us to different places. It takes us into the rural areas. We thank God for the opportunities we have of being able to go. Oh, it might just be a little mud hut, but it's a real welcome that you get when you enter in. Whether that be a school, be a home, whatever it is, we thank God for it. Into the towns and into the cities, and again, the welcome you receive. Doesn't matter where you go. Doesn't matter whether it's a well-off part or a poor part. The welcome is the same. The people are the same. And why are they? Because when we go, we want to go with the word of God. We want to share the gospel with them. Some of the everyday life, just as you pass by, going down the streets, the little markets that are there, as they make the new roads as well, always doing things. But you see, there's one thing that makes them very like us. And that is that they're not going to be here forever. It may be a little different than what a funeral maybe would be here. But one day they're going to leave this scene of time and they're going to go out into eternity. And our job is to go with the gospel message and to seek to share that with them. As we go about, you see things that tries to make life easy. Just like what we do here at home. Now, as you can see, the boys here on the bikes, what are they doing? They're holding on to the back of that lorry to get up the hill, to make life easy for themselves. You know, sometimes we have life so easy here, we nearly forget. The more gadgets we have, nearly the less time we seem to have. Will you pray that as we seek to do it, that we'll not get caught up in these sort of things, but that we'll seek to do the Lord's work. Some of the children we get to reach, this is just a snapshot of it. This is one school that we've been working alongside and it's a joy to do it. The lady in the light blue tunic, she's the principal. She had a burden to reach boys and girls and so that's what she's doing. She set up a school to reach them. But you know, it's whenever you see the home that the most of these boys and girls come from, that's what touches you. And that's why she had the burden. Dear friends, this evening, this is where the most of those children come from. Not because there's anything wrong with them. 
but simply because they don't have the money to do anything more about it. And these are people that this lady loved, and we love them too, and that's why we seek to reach them. A typical little church, again in a slum area, there is no road to it. You have to walk for a good distance to get down into it. But again, a joy to go and to be able to share there. Church on a Sunday, used for Sunday school, and then during the week, it's used for an everyday school as well. Oh, we go to visit the children, but we also have the joy of being able to go and to visit some of the pastors. The pastors are a little different than the pastors here because some of the churches don't have enough to fund them. And so we go to visit them maybe at their day job. Here's one pastor and he's sitting mending a pair of trousers. And through the door beside him there he has a barber shop. And this is what he does to keep his family to put food on the table. But we thank God for men like this that are prepared to do it again so that the gospel can be put forth. What is our part in all this? Why do we go to see these pastors and talk with them? Well, our main thing that we have is our treasure seekers Bible lessons. 30 lessons in total. And again, this evening, as we always do, we want to thank the Every Home Crusade Revival Movement for printing and shipping these for us, for the help, the part that they play, and what we seek to do for the Lord. We have 30 lessons, 1 to 15. There's a story on one side of the sheet. They turn it over and they answer the questions on the other side. From 16 to 30 is a little different. They're done in a way to teach them to read the Word of God for themselves so that they can study it. And so what we do is we give them a Scripture booklet. The Scripture booklet simply is just passages of Scripture that has been typed out so that they can find the answers that they need themselves. And this is what we use as our main thing to reach the boys and girls. Things have been difficult over the last number of months. Schools have been closed. Children have stopped. And you pray for our team as they try to get everybody back on track again. Pray for them, please. Just some other of the little schools we go to. There's a little school just beside our office there in Nairobi. A joy, a privilege it is to go to see them. Even you go on a Saturday, this little place will be full of children. For this lady on her own could have maybe 40 children around her. And she'll get them to sing. She'll get them to quote verses of Scripture. And the joy it is to hear it. Another little school that we go to as well. Again, the joy, a bigger school. And again, we just thank God for the opportunities we have of sharing the gospel. That's what we're there to do. And that's our privilege to do. When they get to the end of the lessons, we then present them with a copy of God's Word. A Bible into their own hand. Maybe the first they have owned, maybe the first into the home. But we thank God for being able to give them. To see the smiles on their face when they receive them. And as we tell them to take them home and to read them and to study it for themselves. Oh, they've went through the lessons, we'll give them a copy of God's Word. But our desire is that they'll take the next step and that they'll trust Christ as their own and personal Savior. 
On this occasion, my first trip in 2008, we gave out 170 Bibles this day. 170 Bibles give out, and again they were told to read them, to look after them, and to study them, and get to know the one that that book is about. And as we left, we didn't know whether we'd ever get to meet all those boys and girls again or not, what the story would be. Because they move about, and things always change. But you know, we were in the office in Nairobi, and then walked this fella. This fella walked in. He's called Jared. Jared walked in and he was getting lessons for the Sunday school that he was working in. The one that he was in charge of. And Pamela, she was filling out the paperwork. She says, I hope the children enjoy them. His answer was, he says, yes, they do. He says, I knew they would. Because he says, I did. Do you know what turned out? That Jared was one of those 170 children that received a copy of God's word. Here's just one example of what God can do. And so there he was, the lessons that he had done as a child. Now the children he was responsible for, that's what he was using for them. And so we thank God for this. And we ask you will continue to pray for him as he seeks to reach boys and girls as well. What's the other thing we do? We seek to train the teachers. Take a manual and take a few days and go through it with them and seek to train them how to prepare a memory verse, how to prepare a Bible lesson, and even just show them simple activities that they can have everyday things to do a quiz to encourage the boys and girls to learn. And so it's our joy and privilege to sit along with them. But you know, there's much made in these days of the persecuted church. But you know, sadly in Kenya, there is boys and girls that are being persecuted. Why? Because they're a boy or a girl. There are pastors in Kenya, not all of them, just one and two here and there, that have no time for children's work. And so we're very thankful that we have Sunday school teachers that we can train, ones that have a burden to see them reached and to be able to work alongside them. You continue to pray for them as they seek to do their bit in winning souls for Christ, trying to help them with materials. This is something we're working on and putting our own materials together. And will you pray for us as we do that? as we seek to write the scripts and get the, the pictures that are needed and put them out to these people that want to reach boys and girls. That word lockdown that we've had, yes, there's been challenges through it, but yes, it has opened new doors for us. Something we had talked about for some time, but we had never done it. And so we decided at the beginning of lockdown we were going to start it. And what we've started is our safari through the Bible. What's a safari, you say? Well, a safari simply is a journey. And what we have done is we have started in Genesis chapter 1. And we're starting to go through the Bible from cover to cover to share the gospel with the boys and girls 
That is a little thing that's online each Thursday. And we thank God for the opportunity of doing it. Oh, we don't have anything high-tech. We just sit in our own little office there and put it down and seek to put it out on the internet. You pray for us as we seek to do that. We did spend last week doing a five-day club as well online, and we thank God for those who were listening in on that as well. And do continue to pray that God will move and speak even through that. For three ladies there in Kenya, for Joyce, for Jane, and then for Pastor Mike's wife, Jane Rosa, well, they too had something to do. Started a little group on WhatsApp called Precious Lambs. And so they record them. Not us, but those three ladies take it in turn to record a little short video to send out on WhatsApp. And so will you pray for them as they seek to do that as well, that God will help them as they prepare that from time to time. I did say I would share something a little more about Jane in Uganda. Jane had an, op- an opportunity there to do some radio ministry. The church that she attends had took a slot on the radio and they come to her and they offered her some time as well. And so Jane has an opportunity each week to take time over the airwaves to tell the boys and girls about the Lord Jesus, to share about the blood, to tell them how they need to repent. In this this particular opportunity, she had asked some boys and girls to come along. And what they were doing was they were there to talk about our treasure seekers, to share with others how the treasure seekers had helped them. And so we thank God for the team that we have. We can't do it alone. But of course, there's one that is better than all of them. And that's our Savior. That's the one who went to the cross and died for each and every one of us, for every boy and girl that we seek to reach. And that's why it's a privilege for us to take a Bible and to open it before them and seek to share with them the gospel and for our team to do the same. I want to show a slide that I showed this morning in the little teaser. I want to leave it with everyone this evening because of the three names that are here. Are you maybe looking at the boy in the picture? Aye, it's me. It's a few years ago. But it's the three names and the meanings of them hasn't changed. The first one is precious. See, why do we go and take this book, the precious book, the Word of God, because the boys and girls are all precious to him. Oh, they're precious to us. They're precious to their parents, but they're more precious to the Lord Jesus, to the Son of God. But you know, we go and we tell them about the blood that was shed for them. We tell them they need to repent. But you know, that's no good. If we're not going to have the faith to believe that God can move and that God can save, then we'd be better staying at home. We'd be better closing the three offices there in Africa because there'd be no point us being there. But we have the faith to believe that God can and God will save precious souls. And that then, just like Jared, they can go and they can be a blessing to others. 
Will you please continue to pray for us? Will you please continue to pray for our team? We thank God for each one of them, because without them we couldn't do it. Oh, they've had their challenges over the last months, just like everyone. But will you pray that as things start to open up, that God will move and God will help them, even in these days. I do want to again thank for the opportunity that we've had here this evening. I want to thank you for listening. But can I ask that you will take us upon your heart and that you will pray for those little boys and girls. Oh, not just the boys and girls in Africa, but the boys and girls here, that God will draw each and every one of them to himself and that he'll keep them, that indeed they will be a blessing to others. Thank you. We trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org slash donate.